If you like what you hear, please follow the Upstate Golf Guys on all podcast platforms and follow the Upstate Golf Guys podcast on Instagram and on Facebook to hear our latest episodes. Welcome to another episode of the Upstate Golf Guys. Thank you for joining us. Before we get started, I have a few announcements. March 1st on the website, upstategolfguys.com, all of our merch will be available. Uh, I know a lot of people have been asking about the hats. Uh, I have plenty of stock now on hats. I have quarter zips, which I am wearing this really sharp white, white quarter zip right now. How do you like that one, George? Pretty nice, right? Oh, man, that thing is gnarly. You look great. Uh, we're going to have, you know, our beanies on there, uh, hoodies, um, some golf, uh, regular golf polos, and also specially uh, coming from uh, the custom custom rags and golf towels. They are so sick, the golf towels we're going to have on there. So you'll be seeing those soon. But that's going to be March 1st. Uh, we'll be dropping that. And then another announcement, uh, eggcornhillsco.com. Go check them out. Um, use promo code UPSTATE15 for 15% off. They have all golf apparel, quarter zips. They just dropped a new uh, camo uh, quarter zip. It's really sharp. So go check out Eggcorn Hills um, if you get the chance and uh, give them a shout. But uh, I have a really special guest with me here today, um, a video creator, golf influencer, former academic All-American collegiate golfer, George Dunnan. What's up, George? Yo, what is up, guys? Thank you so much for having me. I, I'm so happy to be here. Well, well, thank you for coming on, man. I know your time is valuable. I see you on Instagram. I mean, you're, uh, you're at the gym 24-7. You're golfing 24-7. It seems like you're all over the place. You're a busy dude. Man, definitely. You know, just like, uh, honestly, just like everybody trying to find the best ways to do it. Um, come to find the gym is just really good for the soul. Like at first, when you start getting in there and you become a little bit religious about it, like, of course, you notice the gains and you're like, yeah, what up? But like, as you delve more and more into it, it becomes more of a mental thing. Like I notice. um, just from a mental aspect and just from a community aspect, it's just been a game changer. So I love that. And um, yeah, definitely uh, been oh, yeah, absolutely well, jam packed with well, yeah, the different golf stuff. How, how many days a week do you get out golfing at least? Um, honestly, probably all seven. Really? <laughs> I love it. To be real with you, uh, you know, it's just become. Honestly, it's just become part of my routine. And I mean, as you guys get it, you know, fortunately for me down in Florida, I can do it. You know, I'm over here. I'm over here whining when it's like 55, 60 degrees. <laughs> I'm just like, man, growing up as a kid, dude, I, I would have looked forward to those days. I would have probably like, dude, been in a cutoff and some and some shorts, bro. Now I'm over here like, oh, my God, like I'm, I'm dying. <laughs> quarter, zip, quarter zips in the 50s. I know. I was actually funny story. I was I took my uh, girls uh, down to Florida a few years ago and um, we were in the swimming pool. Uh, it was like seven o'clock at night. All the lifeguards and all the workers were in jackets and long pants. And here I am in the swimming pool. It was like it was in like the high 60s, but it was the winter time. You know, to me, it was felt beautiful, you know. Oh, so, yeah, I could just see everybody down there. Oh, man, yeah, for sure. People people living down there, it's a different world, you know. But when do you oh, like, man. You when get you that, go ahead. To kind of give you a context about that, too, like, so down here, like, that's, like, the dead giveaway for, like, 
Taurus. And out of state, or we call them, we call them snowbirds sometimes down here. <laughs> yeah. But like, man, when you guys are in your get up and go clothes, when it's like 68 and we're, <laughs> you know, in our igloo suits, because I don't know, for some reason, it, to be honest with you, the weather really does thin your blood out. But yeah, man, you know, when I was growing up, I would have been you, bro, for real. <laughs> like, not anymore, though. Not now, but. I mean, I have. I have a pretty good business up here that's holding us back. My wife has a pretty good job with the state that's holding us back. But I mean, if it wasn't for those two, two things, family is not one of like my mom and dad, I could listen. I could FaceTime them every night. I could, you know, our family, I could face, I could, I could deal with that. It's the jobs and the money that's keeping us here. But uh, there's no bargain here in New York state for the uh, cost of, of living. Right. Roger. It's, 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 it's so expensive to live here. Um, and then on top of that, we were only golfing seven s- months, seven, eight so months, eight a, months year. a year. Yeah, the it's going to be 55 on Sunday. And we are so excited that we booked the 9 a.m. tea time. Like, we can't wait to go. Off. Where are you guys playing? Day. So Mohawk River, it's actually the only course around here that's open all year because there's a car path that runs through the whole course. So you stay on the was, car path. Was, car that, path the one that, uh, was that the one that um, we were talking about on IG? I think so. Yeah, I had some videos okay, out there. Okay. Yeah, there was snow, snow show, and yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yep. Uh, so we're we're pumped. I mean, it's been really mild winter up here, dude. It's uh, it's we're already uh ready to golf. I mean, the 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 courses are bare. There's no uh wet sitting wet spots. Usually this time of year, even when uh there's no snow, it's it's wet. You know, because from the from the melt. Uh, there hasn't been any snow this year, so I mean, I'm I'm driving by these golf courses, and I they, I look like I'm ready to hop out Van, and play. Van Patten opens this weekend. They too. they are open. Yeah. Oh, yep. maybe we should sure. maybe we should book there instead. <laughs> They're slowly lo- open. Man, up. I'm I'm like the country apart, and I'm excited for you boys. Like, let's go. Like, let's get that good weather in. Let's hit some shots out there, man. <laughs> Whereabouts in Florida are you? So I am in. Uh, I'm in specifically Casey Key, but I live in Sarasota. Okay. Okay. Nice. So anytime many- you guys want to come down here, um, got a membership at a great club, dude. Be my guy. Amazing. Hell yeah! Hey, listen, sure. you guys are you guys are good people. We might take out your offer there. Absolutely. I mean, honestly, you can have. I have a buddy that has um he has a business in um Florida Keys. He actually uh he has a few businesses uh. Started with I don't know if you've heard of um uh he had a bartending school down there um oh my god how can I even think of it right now good plug <laughs> no he sold it he's doing he's doing he's doing good great plug. with his other um oh my goodness <laughs> anyways I, he has tropical charters that's a charter he has down there which is <laughs> awesome he uh, actually goes out boat trips at the Keys he takes groups out it's like six hundred dollars for a half half a day dude he banks. And I'm like, what, what, what kind of like, that's an, how, how amazing is that life going out on a boat and then they just opened a coffee shop. Um, so he's, he's doing pretty, he loves it. Down. He'll never come back. He's like, what are you guys doing in New York state? It's like, it's terrible, terrible up here. It's I don't like, know, man, but you had, you had some valid points though, that, that whole adulting concept, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I, you know, there'll, there'll be a time when you get down here or somewhere where you can golf you around for sure. Retire, retirement. You know, that's what I'm looking at, really. Uh, yeah. Elite bartending school is what hopefully, it was, by the way. Pa- hopefully, his, hopefully his parents will buy a place down there and we'll be able to. So the last few years, my parents have been. Um, <laughs> my guy, I hear that. They, they have been, well, we're right, we take advantage of, we love my mom and dad. Mikey, Mikey buys them Christmas presents every year. That's how close he is with them. Mike. Absolutely. And uh, he, love he. Shout he, out to Cindy and Jerry. Uh, Shout yeah. out. I don't even know you, but you, you guys sound like good people. <laughs> they let us use the condo whenever we want at the Cape. Uh, absolutely. You know, my dad, my dad, he'll, he'll give me a couple rules before we go every time. You know, make sure you turn the heat down when you leave. Make sure you don't, you don't use too much heat. Make sure this, make sure that. Typical so, dad. Typical yep. dad. I'm like, dad, I got it. You know, I got you. Uh, but yeah, it's uh. It's awesome, but yeah, they've been the last couple of years. They've been going down to Florida for a couple of weeks in uh, the winter time, uh, and they're, they're <laughs> falling in love with it down there too. So I'm like, buy, a, like, take the money out of the stock market, buy a place down there. I was like, yeah, rent it out, do what you got to do. I was like, have a have multiple, whatever. I think property. I personally believe that property is the best investment, anyways. 
I said, buy honestly, buy and, and you know, that's what I do too. So every two years I buy a new house and then I just, for right now, cause I don't have any kids or family. Um, and that's my choice, honestly, but you know, every two years I'll buy a house and this house that I'm in now is kind of as big as I want for just me. Um, but every two years I'll buy a house and I'll rent the new one out. And it's a great way. It's a great way for write-offs. And oh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't know what I should not say as far as, you, you know what I mean? But like, um, I get yeah, you. So no, you get don't say no and, more. I, 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 my friend Kareem Johnley's in the, uh, Johnley Realty. I gave him a plug last episode. I actually sponsored that episode. Uh, awesome dude. But he always tells me the engine. I mean, he has, so many properties he owns on he does the same thing buys buys fixes up rents out um it's, it's so what do you do you airbnb everything or are you just renting the people that's a good question so currently right now um i want to get two more before i like specifically have that property for an airbnb yeah and the reason why i want to get two more is one like this is this is all long term investing, you know, especially that old phrase like land, you know, you can't make more land, essentially. So I kind of started to capitalize on that. But I came up with two, it could be one, but I keep doing this because as I get more and more renters in, essentially, I have zero mortgage for every single thing because every single house currently because absolutely it it pays for everything the rent the rent pays for obviously the mortgage for that house but then you add that sum to the new house and then you plug along for say two years or whatever your number may be and then you get another you get another property so now you have two sources of income to pay the mortgage that you're living in and then you buy another one and another one so the reason why I came up with that number is that way I can just give it to a property manager. Just mm -hmm. be like, look, handle it. I'll give you your 15%. We both make money. I don't have to worry about it. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Yeah, that's the move. Absolutely. That's great. And dude, honestly, <laughs> we've only seen in history has proven it. I mean, and this is what I keep telling my parents, property only goes up. I mean, you're right now, it's more than money in the bank. I think it goes up more than I, stock. So my dad always, he complains about the stock market going on right now. He's doing great in it, but when it's, you know, it, the ups and downs or whatever, when, when he's worried about a crash and all the, not, I said, I said, dad, I said, you know, what's a guarantee. I said, buy another condo condo that you could rent out. I said, the value is going to go up. I mean, we, I always, I always use an, ex an example. Um, a place in Wildwood they were going to buy when the, all these condos were going to Wildwood, New Jersey, a, a vacation place we always went to, and they were interested in buying an, a new condo there. They were going to buy it for $120,000 in like the mid nineties. They're going for, they're going for 1.2 million right now. And you know, I could have had a place. I said, you could have a vacation place, rented it out the whole time. It's like money in the bank growing. I mean, really at the end of the day, um, I mean, so I can, I can tell you this. Cause I mean, once you, not to stick up for him or anything, but like before you get your footing and you kind of, and I'm not a professional at this by any means, but like until you get your footing, it is, it is a big, it's a big leap because there's right. a lot of variables that you don't know what to account for. Right. Right. But once you actually do make it, I, I like what I am comfortable enough saying is you don't lose money. No. Like right. if anything, it, if anything, you're going to profit by just a little bit. When you factor in all of the costs associated with it, just think of it like just any other business. It's got checks and balances. But I mean, honestly, it's a great investment. And one of the biggest things is you can rent it out like Airbnb or, you know, all the different platforms where you can do short term rentals, because that's where you really right. have especially vaca vacation areas, you know, on top, especially sure. well, yeah. Florida. Florida, you have all year long. If you have a vacation area in Florida, I mean, you're looking at all year long. Up here in the Northeast, you're only looking at, uh, you know, Memorial Day to Labor Day is the big rental. Three, you get like three months a year where you're really big really rental zones. Out. You know, summer for the kids, and then um, 
but down there, I mean, you'll have adults that come any time of the year. My parents, they went down for two weeks to Hollywood, Florida, you know, um, just in January, just random, you know. But um, let's get back yeah, on like let's a get, random trip. Yeah. yeah. Let's get on to golf talk. We'll talk. We'll definitely. Um, <laughs> All right. We'll get, we'll, <laughs> I, I could go. We could go on and on about this because I've like I said, uh, I love real estate talk. But uh, let's get back into golf. This is a golf podcast. Uh, so tell me when you fell in love with a game. You know, so I was probably <laughs> I fell in love with the game when I was a kid. Um, I was maybe five. I went to this little. Are you allowed to, just before I know, are you allowed to cuss on here? So yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah, we're wide okay, open. Okay, because oh, yeah. I'm like yeah. trying to focus on making sure I go. You don't need to hide your like, vape. I'm about to rip the pen to myself. <laughs> you don't need to hide <laughs> your vape. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, so it really started, and I didn't even know it started then, but I, I was about five or six, and, you know, I love all these golf memes because my dad had to have fallen straight into every fucking one of them. You know what I mean? So my mom was just giving him shit about taking me out. So he does one day. Yeah. And it's just this, it wasn't the club. It was, it was just this little driving range. And honestly, I hit every single ball like shit until the very end. And all I know, I didn't even see it. All I know is that it got off the ground and then I couldn't see it. And I was like, oh my God, did you see that? that guy nobody, nobody really gave a shit because it probably went like 30 <laughs> yeah. yards. You yeah, know what I mean? But up. then I was hooked. And um, so then going into really, I mean, I, I played uh, like in seventh or eighth grade or whatever, not just something to do. Packing around. Um, yeah. And then summer going into my ninth grade year was when I really kind of kind of took it serious, started playing a little bit more. And then the summer going into my junior year, um, that's when it really, really started to develop where I kind of, you know, because I, I lettered like a lot of people in like four different sports. <clears throat> you know, I used to play a little ball, basketball. Yep. Typical white boy game. I, I could shoot and dribble. And you grew up down um, in Florida? Nope. What's Sorry. that now? I might have missed it. Did you grow up down in Florida? Where did you grow up originally? So originally, I'm from Kentucky. I'm a Kentucky boy up in here. Yeah, okay. boy. <laughs> so that's why that's why I really do love all the different, just the scenery up your way. It's just so gorgeous, like especially the, the seasons. Yeah, I, yeah, we I did. never realized how how gorgeous Kentucky was until it was gone. If that makes any sense. Oh, yeah. So. yeah, absolutely. Like we we bitch about having winter time and stuff, but I, I think we'd probably miss it if we were to live down in Florida. Well, Man, Austin, to be Austin, real, go ahead. Go ahead. What's going on? Lost your audio, George. Hold on. George. We lost your audio, George. Can you hear us? There it goes. All right, you're good. Can you hear me? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We're good. We're good. Oh, My bad. We lost your no no no. It's all good. So so what were you that whole thing we just said? That's why we lost your audio there. Repeat what you said. I'll I'll fix it. Where uh where did it? Where did it? Where did it stop? <laughs> I don't even know. You're talking about coming through the country when you don't have it. When you, you know, you're oh yeah. It. I mean, it it was just one of those things. Like, it, you know, I used to look at it as a pain in the ass, and then when I left Kentucky, like, yeah. I just didn't realize what I had until it was gone. Sure, um, absolutely. I do love the seasons up here. I mean, um, the fall is my favorite season up in upstate New York just because of the foliage. Yeah, man. I foliage. love palm trees. I can look at palm trees every day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. You know, they're pretty, but, you know, you get those trees up there, too. Like, it's just it's just two different – it's just two different, like, ways to play golf, essentially, if you think about it. Because, you know, down in Florida, even at <clears> – even at my club, you know what I mean? So – it's got fantastic greens, fantastic fairways, but it's all Bermuda down here. So you're getting tight lies. 
you've really got to learn how to read grain. Like that shit will drive you nuts yeah. when you first start coming. Like when you first came down, for instance, to give you an idea and you would read a putt as if you were still up north and then it would just break all sorts of weird ways. And you're like, what the, what, like, what the hell is going on? Like this literally goes left to right. Like there is no way in the world it doesn't go left to right. And then you get that old dude in the cart that you get paired with randomly, you know, because you have three people and they have to pack it. (laughs) But then he comes through, right? Because he's like, well, wait, so it's three o'clock. The sun's over here. It's always going to grow towards the sun. So then he teaches you how to read those greens and how to read the grain specifically. So it's just a whole different ideology of golf. I just those true putts up there, like Roger. I just I just learned. I mean, I've been golfing, George. I'm (laughs) I've been golfing for twenty twenty some twenty two twenty three years, and I just learned last year about reading the grain on the greens and the way the grain's growing. And um, a pretty solid golfer, uh, Adam, showed me. Yep. how to read that and i said it's i said are you sure that's gonna break like he said yeah absolutely he but says as, as someone who's just like a random like you're just going out there to have a good time with the boys and you're playing whatever just a regular golfer you're not even thinking about the which way the grass is going or this like you know you're not even th- it's not even a thought no you're just not. looking at it okay it breaks it's right not. to left i'm hitting it right it's gonna break left yep but like you're saying it is such a huge factor so what college what college did you play for uh george <laughs> So I played, uh, I played for a couple, um, was going to go to the university of Kentucky and play and then realized that I had to wait just a little bit of time. So ended up starting my career at Georgetown college, um, played with some really cool cats there. Christian Hebbins, who is, who's big now on IG, we were teammates, um, played with some really good people, uh, Got to play Cherry Blossom up in Kentucky every day, oh, every single day. I may or may not have skipped uh, some science classes there to go play Cherry Blossom <laughs> on a couple occasions. Oh, no. But, uh, yeah, you know, so started off there, then went to um, then went to Kentucky State. There was nothing wrong with Georgetown. I just wanted to be a little bit closer to home. Uh, went to Kentucky State. Met yet again a lot of really great people there. Uh, the founder of Eastside Golf, Elijah Wan, yep. used to play against him. Um, shit, in high school, I played against Justin Thomas at St. X. Um, Amazing. Dude, you should have seen, like, even in real life, I, I, remember, I remember this tournament. I, I ended up four-putting on the last hole to shoot a 74. Like, oh I, I don't know God. how you... I don't know how you fuck up like four different separate occasions, but you know, manage. Listen, so, they can do it too. The good ones, the scratch golfers. Oh man, they all it, they it, all four. Know, I was just I just remember I was so nervous on that last hole because <laughs> I just wanted to like have him not beat me so bad. If that no. makes any sense, like like, but just just watching him. That and, was JT, and, right, Justin? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's oh, amazing, yeah. dude. And that must have, that's a memory stuck with you right different... now. <laughs> dude, it's, just, it's a whole different level. And he's like what you see out there, like he's actually that cool. Like he's a good dude. Oh, I love JT. I love the. T- I'm sorry. I love the tampon joke that Tiger pulled with him, and everybody went. Everybody, <laughs> yeah. everybody got all their panties in the sponge oh, or something. I think it was fucking funny. I'm sorry. I mean, that's I what I'm saying. Like, why did they deal with it? Funny. I listen. It was this, and they're they're, ball, they're boys that are just out there busting balls. Something you or I would do if we were out there golfing, you know. It's, that's uh, what I'm saying. Like, it come on, it was. That's what I'm saying. Like every, have you noticed that though? Like every single move people make nowadays, it's like it, it has just gets, to be associated with something. Like, no, bro, this was this was this me out driving my boy, and this is an inside joke. And, like, I had nothing to do with any of these made-up ideas. Like, I never would have even done it. And I know I would still be talking. Yeah. Yeah, he was literally – he literally hit it when he gave it to him. He literally was hiding it. I had to get zoomed in by – So, like, the fact that, like, this was an inside joke between the two of them meant to be an inside joke, and it just got blown up. I really was – I was – 
Yeah, I was a face. I was a Facebook warrior with that one sticking up for Tiger and JT. I was on there, you know. I was. I was. This guy's known to leave reviews, so we have a local par three. When I first started playing, like five or six years ago, I Google it the book of tea time, right? And here it is, Anthony. I can't believe this course. I'm so disappointed they haven't taken care of it. Went to shit. It was like a literally three paragraph like Yelp review. I'm like, my man hasn't changed one bit. <laughs> you Google it. You're like, there's my guy right there. He knew <laughs> right away. He's like, he knew Cameron. that was Farina before. He knew it was Farina before he even got to the name. He said, I know I this guy. I love that, bro. But it was, listen, it was a course I grew up on that was a beautiful little par three course. It was, and too. It switched ownership like three times. And now it's, I believe it or not, it's not even a golf course anymore. Wow. It's like yeah, a, it's it's a like, winery. Yeah, they made, you know, there's there's trails. People could go walk. It's like a walking garden with like it's a weird. golf course around it. It's yeah. the weirdest thing. It's really. It's it is. It, you know, it is weird to see when that happens. There was a course down here. Um, me and my dad used to play it. He was He was my hero, man. He was. Dude, you ever meet somebody that just makes cool effortless? Like, no matter what they do, you're just like, that son of a bitch is cool. Like, he could have closed yeah. the door. Yeah. You know what I mean? But you're just like, the way he just shut that door, that motherfucker's cool. Like, dude, yeah. that was my dad. And there was this course down here. And, um, <clears throat> yeah, similar thing happened. It just, whether it had been funding or whatever it was, ends up turning into something else and you still see where the golf course used to be. It's kind of, it kind of hits you here, doesn't it? Like it's a weird thing to see when, see when the golf nature course. taking it, taking it back over. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Sucks. <laughs> Dude, it it's, it's crazy. And, you know, growing up, I had a very similar place. Honestly, it was called Lakeview. And that uh, it, it had a very similar vibe. Just, City-owned par three, had its own range, um, nine-hole executive course. And honestly, that's where that's where I was yep. every day. This Brunswick Greens also had an awesome – do you remember the little uh, mini – the mini yeah, golf? It had yeah. – listen, it had a mini golf course, but it was the first. It almost reminded you of Tiger's uh, – what, what are his mini golf courses all over the place? Tiger's, the uh, – Oh, um, pop stroke. Pop Yeah, I mean, it had because it had no like windmills or nothing like that, but it had your sand traps and it had your little water spots. You know, like it was like a little mini. It was like a golf course on a mini golf course. But this was in like this was like in the late nineties. I remember going to hang out at Brunswick Greens with all my high school friends because there was nothing to do. I grew grew up going to the school Tamarack. Little, I mean, seventy five graduated our high school high school uh or graduated graduating class. Very, very small school. Um, so not not much to do. So those were the things we did. And I loved the course. And it was just, you know, watching it go to shit over the years was just a shame. But what are you going to do? You know, it happens. I, I guess. No, man, I, I have your back totally. No, dude, yeah. I, I yeah. couldn't agree more, actually. It, it does suck because, like, yeah, absolutely. not only it, especially when you realize how much bigger it is than just yourself, if that makes yeah. sense. Like, how many people, whether, and, and take money aside, like, like how many people worked there, no matter what they made, like they put their fucking heart and souls into this shit, especially when you learn the greenskeepers and you learn the groundskeepers and like, dude, and then you like see when they come there super, super early and they'll bring their dog or something like that. And then you know the dog. And then it's just like, and then they just don't get the funding and it's hard to watch something like that just go down and it's slow too. I think that's the hardest part is it's like it's slow and you try to vocalize your point and then it just gets cast to the side. Exactly. And and it's hard. I get it, bro. For real. It's over like a 10 year period. (laughs) And then finally I went, well, then that's what happened. I went when I went and when I left the review, I think it was like the first time I went in like three years. I was like, wow, this place really. I never laughed so hard. Dude, there was anthills in the greens. greens. I was like, you had to literally, you were playing like mini golf on the greens there trying to avoid the anthills. Like they didn't take care of it you know it was just so bad dude and they were still charging like 35 dollars right play nine right so, and no. that's the caveat too and then, mm-hmm. and then they yeah, still charge so he was like his excuse i remember oh it's been very dry i'm like oh so get out there with the damn hose <laughs> i don't even care dude yeah like but, you know, make water like yeah right exactly so so <laughs> tell me about george tell me about uh you told me a little bit about this on ig uh your high school record you had 22 chippings and 18 total tournaments tell me about that yeah well you know i think that's a testament you know just uh 
miss a lot of greens. You know what I mean? No, I'm playing. <laughs> but, you know, I, the, my game back then um, consisted of a lot of up and downs. Like, I used to, back in that day, I used to hit a draw only. Like, that's, that's what I was doing. And, you know, I, I just missed so many greens, honestly, that I started to get good at it. And, you know, when the coach had told me at the very end how many times I'd actually chipped in, it didn't really register at first, if that makes sense, because <laughs> I was like, well, we only played in 18 tournaments. I chipped in 22 times, and he was like, yeah, so you averaged more than one chip in per tournament. And I was just like, crazy. man, thank God, because that, 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 those were those round savers. And it's amazing. Like right. now, I hit the ball so much better. But back then, I mean, what made me so versatile was I was getting up and down from everywhere. Like I could hit flop shots off a of hard pan lies like just the weirdest shit you've ever seen in your life and then a lot of them would go in like i mean that's the one record that i think will never be broken i don't think it will either that's really <laughs> impressive bro i'm not gonna lie to you i might have one chip in every 18 years let alone 18 rounds I had one all the last so. year and i play i'm not seven days a week but i'm five six days a week so I had one all last year, so that's impressive. Eight, 22 and 18 rounds. I've had probably, I think I had a couple last year. He's, well, that's where Mikey is. So I'm, I'm the same way as you. He's short game. He's 150 in. Um, He'll go up, walk up to a four or five footer and knock it in. I have to look at it for a minute, you know? Um, when you live around the greens, you learn to adapt. <laughs> this guy. So. Right. This, <laughs> this guy is 150, but I'll, you know. He gets frustrated because I'll outdrive him by 30 yards, but he's still we still battle back and forth. We both shoot in the mid 80s, and uh, and uh, we always all season long. He's literally my golf partner. I don't think I miss around uh, without this guy, uh, Roger. He plays every Sunday. I join his crew. He's got a he's got a circuit of uh, eight to 12 guys that plays every Sunday. And I join them, and then we're also um, all in a. Um, it's like a golf week amateur tour. So we, we play different courses every weekend. That's another cool thing that we do. So we got, we got a lot of golf in, but I can't play. He, Roger is, uh, has flex flex uh, schedule. He goes in at two in the morning. So he's done by 11 on a summer and he goes out and plays every day before he's got to pick his daughter up. So yeah, it's, it's a nice little schedule. He's lucky. I would it's do nice the same for schedule. golf. One thing for golf, I would get up to work at two in the morning to, you know, to get my day in and, and go golfing. No doubt. But no, easy. It's funny now because, like, I, we can't go. So it's so much harder to get up for work. You know when you, like, you've got that one thing to do and, like, you've got no problem getting up? That's what it is once the golf the golf course is opened up. I'm literally, all right, alarm's off at 2 o'clock. I'm up. I'm out. Alarm goes off now. Snooze. Yeah. Snooze. <laughs> once that course opens, I'm up. I'm out. I know I got something to You know you're golfing. Golf's well, yeah. Like, inside. even down here, like, I noticed that same thing, like, don't even feel bad. I noticed that same thing down here, like, especially when it starts. We don't have the cold so much, per se, but, like, when it starts getting dark so early, it it really is. It's, like, deflating. Yeah, man. <laughs> Absolutely. It's, it is crazy how addicting this game is. It really right. it's disgusting. My <laughs> wife just doesn't understand. Her funny thing is, why do you always need to buy new golf balls? You got, like, 300 down in the basement that are – that are, you know, used or whatever. I'm like, listen, babe, you don't understand. It's just, I don't know if it's a mental thing. I was like, I just like getting new balls for new rounds, you know, for, for especially. Well, without a doubt. And and it's just yeah. like, don't you just feel so much more at ease too? So you get there, you get to the first tee, you got a brand new Pro V in your fucking hand, right? right. And you just open that up and you're just like, I'm, I'm playing a title of sport, guys. 100%. Like it just gives you, it just gives you that just, Absolutely. I don't know. I don't even know how to really describe it. it no, just, no, like, it's, it's something about like, a new ball, dude. I, I 110%, man. Uh, just for me to, you know, take it out and hit it in the woods. But, you know, that's that's another story. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> so, uh, George, tell me what happened. Uh, what happened with the car accident, man? Dude, I don't even have a, I don't even have a cool story to go on with that. I had, I had, it, it, it kind of ended your college career though, right? Or, or did it? Yeah, yeah, you know, and I went like, I can't even blame it on, on 
you know, smoking too much weed or being drunk. Like I was looking for a Rod Stewart CD case. So it would show me what song Maggie May was, <laughs> you know, Hey, wake up Maggie. That song, you know what I'm, I'm talking about? Yes, yes. Absolutely. So, yeah. And then I look up, I look back It the CD fell in the back. I look uh, up, I'm looking at a tree going 40. I hit that puppy oh. dead on. And honestly, you know, when you're younger, things like that, it's like it's the end of the world. You know what I mean? And I failed to kind of see the bigger picture, which is, you know, I made it out. Like, I easily could have died. Like, I had a Buick. It was, I mean, the whole front end of it was pushed out. Like, it was was bad. So then for a while, I quit – you know, I tried, it did, it did ruin my college career. Um, I tried to go back too quick, ended up exacerbating or making my injuries, my foot a little bit worse. So, you know, just kind yeah, of, just and then that's school. when you decided to uh, make the move to Florida, right? Yeah. Just something new. Uh, waited about a year to get that in-state tuition. Cause it's a huge difference. Um, from an economic standpoint and then uh, finished school down here. And I've got to say though, I mean, even with that happening, like it's crazy how things happen for a reason. And this whole IG journey has been incredible. Like I've met some of the coolest people like, dude, I met San Antonio Holmes doing this. And the dude is a G. Like, he is so cool for being the man. You would have no idea. Like, I had my my boy from college, Josh. That's how I was able to – because the PGA – like, that show is as hard to get in. Like, I got lucky. I don't even know – I got lucky. Like, Josh yeah, You met some Jackson cool, people. Really you met some cool people in there, right? Oh, my God. I saw man. some pictures. Tell me about some of the people you met at the PGA show while you're on, on the topic. Gabby Girl Golf. D-O-D Dude, golf girl, she was really cool. Like, I just love her content, man. She always brings that energy so hard, and you can tell. And in real life, she was awesome. Uh, met the DOD King. I like we had been texting back and forth a lot, and then to actually get to meet him, dude is a straight G. He's like, awesome. That's what we were talking <laughs> a little bit. I'm still mad about what is going on with you guys. You guys know what's going he on? With him? He's the one who got his Instagram page wiped yeah. off, right? Well, yeah, he finally got it back. And oh, he, did? he did? Okay. I haven't seen so that. he did get it back. I haven't asked him yet just because, like, I don't know. Like, I'm sure it was a lot of jumps. But, like, dude, as because you told me he got – you had spoken to your boy, right? And yep. apparently it was called, like, getting cut. And for the life of me, like, you know – some of the DMs, like, I just don't know why that, that he would get banned for really anything because his main point once you get through all the stuff is, like, to really believe in yourself. Like, his platform is actually great if you take the time to understand what he's trying to do. Absolutely. And it's just amazing what some people get away with and some don't. So it's really great that he got That's his account crazy. back. Well, we saw, um, and we, we joke, we see all these models play, you know, promoting their OnlyFans and they're all half naked everywhere, which whatever, power, power, dude, too. That's guy, what I, whatever, that's you know, is what it is. But this guy's just, he's a, you know, he's a tough guy, golf, uh, you know, golf video creator. And like, you know, he's got a little two to him, whatever it's, it's, but I love it. You know, I don't understand why they shut him down, but, um, well, well I, I don't, guess- I don't either. And I think it's, you know, and I can't really tell you why either, but I, I just know that I love the fact that he doesn't conform, like mm-hmm. because I don't either, and I don't think I I never will, if that makes any sense. Like I want to be there for the peop for people in the right way, and that is truly just to be me. Like I don't want to I don't want to be a fake version of myself anywhere. Like. That's why I I hope my content comes off as authentic because there's been, as you know, like you go through these transitions in this journey and you're just like the, the reels that you make that you think are just going to be absolute bangers just flop. And then the ones that you make in like two seconds are just killing it. 
And you're just mm. like, what, what the hell is yeah. like to the point where you finally just get to where I'm at. And I'm like, you know, I'm going to just make it because I feel like I'm going to attract the people that I need to attract. If I just be me That's and, great hit golf shots and explain what I'm doing, but do it in the way that's just authentically me. Like I quit trying to find trends. I quit trying to find all this, all this shit and all this research that I've done on like how to make videos. Like I'm always working on how I can make them better and what I can do to improve my editing skills. <laughs> that's this guy. Hold on, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta do that. I gotta do that. I got a thousand views today. So, so, um, yeah, this is just recent news. Like, I don't know if I broke the algorithm or what, but like, <laughs> every single one is. <laughs> Listen, dude. So, I got 400 views on my reel, 300 views, 12. Then all of a sudden, so, uh, I wake up the other morning. I go, Raj, something's going on here. I got a, I got a congratulations. Your, your video got a thousand views. So now I'm working, working, and all of a sudden it lets me know I got like 3,000 views. Bro, in five days, this one video has got 20,000 views. It's over. Dude, a, let's go. It's I'm exciting. Fucking, I, I don't know, right? <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah, 20,000 in five. I'm like, I, I don't know if that's, to me, that is viral, bro. I don't know if it is viral. I think viral is technically a million million views. Now, but now, he, now he's trying to crack the algorithm. No, so, so, so I, I, I got to get the next video crack the algorithm. <laughs> It's funny shit. But let me uh, listen before we let you go. I'm going to go through. I, I do this with uh, every, especially a scratch golfer. I go through like five questions, kind of quick, quick answers. Yeah. On the spot. Uh, you ready for them? Let's do it. All right. Favorite club and bag? Um, seven iron. Do you use mallet or blade putter? Blade. What is your golf ball of choice? Pro V1X. Um, any hole in ones? One. What course? The course that we were talking about when I first grew up. It was, uh, bro, I was, I was 10 and the hole was 146 yards. I hit driver. (laughs) (laughs) The ball didn't even hit the fucking green either is the best part about it. There was this mound. It hit yeah. the mound, kicked dead left, and went in yeah. the hole. And I was just like, guys, I think that went in the hole. Like, dude, like drove <laughs> through tee boxes. Like I was driving the cart, like drove off, pretty much off a cliff. <laughs> I was just like, screw it. We'll come back to get it. Sure enough, it was in there. So so I mentioned this to the last um, <laughs> whoever it was I was talking about the hole-in-ones. I think it was uh, Don't Get Greedy. It's funny because like – you could talk to guys that literally golf seven days a week like yourself and playing for 40 years and never had a hole-in-one. And then you see on Instagram, I, I don't know if the videos are real or the pictures are just fake. You see like a nine-year-old kid that said he got two two hole-in-ones in like the same round or two hole-in-ones in, in a week, the same course. Like, I'm like, is this real? Like, you know, it's just such a rare thing. But I mean – the same tournament Tiger was at. The one kid had two hole in one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it had to have happened. They have witnesses, so I guess unbelievable, that, right? I mean, that is it is hard to believe though. Like it is so rare, and you'll you'll go through this journey and you'll come so close, like so many times, and you're just like it almost gets to the point where you want to take your hat off. You know what I mean? Like, dude, what do I have to do to just <laughs> go in the hole? In right, one right, right. shot, like dude, I've like, been want to golf my ball into that hole in one shot. Like, just let me do it once. Like, I yeah, get yeah. It. I've been very close. Uh, a couple drive bys last last year at Fair Park, I hit the the apron on on uh, the ninth green, and I knew it was close just from where the ball was. It, it rolled by the hole. I'm like, that had to have been close. And when I walked up, I mean, it was it was probably an inch above the hole, so it rolled by the hole about an inch away. Um, just about, about two feet tapping birdie, but, uh, yeah, man. So, so besides, besides that hole in one last question for you, what was your favorite golf memory that you could remember? Huh? Now there's a lot of these, but I think, I think it was when I won my first tournament and, uh, that's a great question. 
It's when I won won my first uh, summer tour tournament. Okay. And I played at uh, I won it at Cherry Blossom, and then um, yeah, just when when I walked off and I went to the scores tent and uh, signed everything and made sure you know when everybody came in that that I actually did win. And then just uh, just having my dad there, man. Yep. Just having my dad there, and he just gave me those knucks and um, just gave me a hug. Like, that was – yeah, that was some. it was either that or when I made the Junior Kentucky Ryder Cup team. Okay. And my dad go with that. Like, that That was really neat. Um, you mentioned that to me real quick. Uh, filling that in before we let go. What, what was that? You said, <laughs> like, the top ten golfers in each um... – Fill me in. You tell me. Yeah, about definitely. It. So my senior year, it was called the Challenge Cup for uh, logo reasons, obviously. But there's there's two conferences in Kentucky, and it's on a point system, just like the Ryder Cup would be. So the top ten from each conference make this Challenge Cup, or essentially the Junior Kentucky Ryder Cup team. Yeah. We played that at the Danville Country Club, and uh, I won my match. But let's go. But Hell yeah. Um, my man. But um, yeah, so it's based on a point system all throughout the season. I think my senior year, my stroke average was a it was seventy one point nine. Awesome! Wow, mm. jealous, jealous. I'll get man. there someday, maybe. Dude, you guys, <laughs> you guys have no idea though. You, if you just start your journey, like it's incredible to look back and and just, especially with your podcast and everything that you guys are doing you have such a great reference point to see your different areas of growth. Like it's just, you guys are going to look back on it. It's just going to be such a great journey, dude. That's the plan, man. That's the plan. I just, uh, that's really why I started this whole thing. I love the game of golf. Uh, our winters are very long, so it kind of gives us something to do in the winter, but, uh, really the, the golf journey doing these 50 uh, courses on the Cape, man, I'm hoping maybe some, uh, public, uh, private members, like, uh, I don't know if you ever heard of Eastward Ho, it's uh in Chatham out there. I mean, it's one of the hardest courses to get on. It's like it's like the uh, it's like Augusta off Cape Cod. You know, you're not going to get on. Like it's like you know, well, yeah, but I'm going to really know somebody. More, you have no I honestly though, like, and in this whole because I don't want to hold you guys up too much either. But you know, yeah. it is really amazing when you get traction on here, the different avenues that it does lead you to. I I really have to shout out Josh Jackson for everything that he's done for me i have to <clears throat> i'm sorry i'm gonna start working with um swing juice this yep. this company and and honestly like i've had companies reach out to me and there's nothing wrong with it any of them prior to i just wanted to make sure once i found a company that it was a company that i could truly promote in an unsalesy way because I just people ask me all the time, like, dude, I'm a shit salesman. I'm in sales, <laughs> but I'm not a good because I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna tell anybody to do something or buy something that I don't believe in. Like, I love this brand. I, I always grew up playing Foot Joy, Cutter and Buck. You know the the name brands. <clears throat> but the reason why I love this brand is because it covers every spectrum of the golf sphere. Like this is just a straight wear around shirt, but it's comfortable. The polos, like you can be as loud or traditional as you want, but the owners of the, of the, of the company are just so down to earth and just such good people. Like add the cherry on the top to the clothes are actually fire. Like they're fire. The pullover that I can't seem to take off. Like, honestly, it, I've never had, I told this to my mom actually the other day and her, her jaw almost hit the ground. You know, from a performance standpoint, the polos are top notch, but as far as the pullover is concerned, I've never had a pullover that actually was performance, if that makes sense. Like it held up the entire round, but there was zero resistance in my backswing or follow through. And that was like, that's what's important. Yep, that's what's important, especially for a golfer, for sure. Mm. Absolutely, is that resistance. You know, you don't want to be, have to be taking your shirt on and off, you know, in between drives. Well, that's the, that's the thing, and that's why, like, especially, I don't know, 
in your neck of the woods too, like, cause I had quarter zips all the time, but there were those wool or j just like polo ones and you would have to take them off almost. Right. Every single time too much. You felt restricted. If that makes any sense. I like, have a couple. I have a restricted. So it's funny because Callaway, a multi-million dollar golf company, I have a couple of Callaway quarter zips and they're like that. They're the heavy. I can't swing with these Callaway, but I have, you know, my uh, my man, Nate, Ed Corn Hills, I have his quarter zip. And I mean, I, I'm so, you know, that they're using different material in, in these. And I, I don't know what, what it is about them, but uh, I agree, man. It's it's the resistance is the most important part to me. Difference. Absolutely. Makes a huge difference. Yes, Make it sure. enjoyable round. Yeah. yeah, for sure. I've got to send it out. You know what, then I'll send, um, I'll send you guys definitely uh, just some quarter zips or pullovers to try out. So you could act, cause everybody at the end of the day, I could say anything that I want. Like I want you guys to actually see what I mean. So I'll send you guys and, and it's on me. So I'll send well, you I'll return the paper. I'll send you some, uh, I'll send you some up, upstate golf guys gear as well, man. You know, dude, you know, please. Uh, that'd be great. We'll do we'll trade. Guys, absolutely. For sure. We'll, uh, we'll hit each other up and get each other's addresses after this for sure. But George, yeah. you want to give? I know you just gave uh, Swing Juice a shout out. Do you want to give anyone else a shout out before we uh, let you go? Any <laughs> other plugs or give give you a follow on Instagram, stuff like that? Yeah, definitely. Just uh, I just want to thank all of my followers. I do want to thank Swing Juice. I do want to thank Josh Jackson. Um, but just really everybody for staying with me through this journey. Like I, nobody has to watch any of your stuff. Nobody has to do anything. So it's just really appreciated that that people kind of want to delve into my little world here. And, dude, I, I've got to say, like, it, it gives me purpose on my end. Like, pretty much everything that I do from a content perspective, like, I have the followers in mind. So just huge shout out to everybody. Huge shout out to you guys for, for having me on. Like, this journey has just been incredible. And, Our man, I'm just having a great time. You got a good energy about you, man. That's what it is. You got a good energy, and that's that's what it, that people are attracted to, to to continue to follow you. So keep doing what you're doing, man. For Absolutely. sure. Absolutely. When you're genuine, people follow. Dude, much love, man. I that's honestly the best compliment you guys could have given me. Thank you so much. All right. All right. Well, with that, man. Thank you for listening to the Upstate Golf Guys podcast. Well, he's got to say where they can find it. What's his oh. Instagram? You mentioned it. Uh, uh, George. Yeah, mention your Instagram. It's just yeah, George my Dundon, right? handle is just George Dundon. Um, D-U-N-D-O-N, right? George D -U -N -D -O -N. Dundon. D-U-N-D-O-N, yes, sir. Yes, yep. Give him a follow. He's got some fun videos for sure. For sure, Absolutely. man. Thanks for that. But all right, with that said, <laughs> thank you for listening to another episode of the Upstate Golf Guys podcast. 518 to the Cape. itself has its own energy or life force if you will its natural environment is in the home so why don't you send them home his bags are packed he's got his airplane tickets bring him to the airport